beginning to look a lot like practice everywhere we go. La 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 la. <laughs> Wait, can we open with that? You can leave it. That's fine. <laughs> Welcome, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's intro. <laughs> I'm a mom who's here at her breaking point tonight. <laughs> Man, I feel like that is the mood of the night. That is, that just sums it up. That is my theme song for tonight. Okay. <laughs> Good news, I'm not sick anymore. Bad news, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> it's always one thing or another, you know? It's never just like. F you, F you, F you. You cool, F you. <laughs> Lowe's going off tonight. <sighs> Okay, I'm going to pull myself together. Sorry, the kids have just got me at my wit's end tonight, and... I'm but... right there with you, girl, and I don't even have kids, okay? We're in this together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, you know what I think it is? It's we need to Jersey. get together and find the bottom of the barrel night? Okay, actually, no, it's for sure that. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> But also, I was going to say, it's the Jersey Devil. It's this curse or whatever, which I have no idea oh this journey you're about to take us on. But uh, I feel sure either. I'm just going to wing it. I, I feel the darkness of whatever it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Now that we got that out of the way. Hopefully you all are having a much um, better day than me love. Tonight's story is something a little bit different. Um, it is a true story. Scary. I guess it's kind of crimey in a sense, but more mythical Bigfoot, but not Bigfoot type scenario. I love it. It covers the horror part, you know? We got to mix it up. Yes. So to understand this legend of the Jersey Devil, you must understand its birthplace, okay? So it's in a remote region extending about 1,700 square miles across the southeastern New Jersey. It is like a giant aquifer with a dense stands of white cedar inside the air it's calm it's still it's cool the shadows are heavy the cedar stands throughout swamp stained the streams are red with tannin one area of the stunted trees is called pygmy forest i believe i'm saying that word correctly while many consider it a barren wilderness, 27 varieties of orchids grow there. And in the early days, travel was difficult for cedar swamps where they had great obstacles to get through. Some roads are so old that Indian trails. I love, by the way, the descriptiveness and like the tone of your voice with it <laughs> taking me. Painting so they me had, a picture. <laughs> they had used like these old stagecoach roads. Some roads were paved, others were sandy, 
Roads led to places named Hog Wallow, Double Tree, Suey Place, and Mary Ann Furnace. That's some cool names, though. Right? I mean, Hog Wallow, that just, if that doesn't sound Harry Potter, then I don't know what does. I was thinking the exact same thing. So it, it 100% does. I'm just thinking of like the forest with the dark, uh, what were they with called? With the trees? Yes. Yeah, the, they're like alive. Like the big, the ones with the big spiders that would come out. And Yes. Yep. So these names date back to the colonial times when the settlers first came to New Jersey. The birthplace of Jersey Devil is called Pine Barrens. Did I set the setting? Okay. You really did. You set the scene. Okay. So, so for close to like 300 years now, Jerseyans have told tales of this mythical beast that stalks Pine Barrens and terrorizes local residents. Jersey Devil or Bigfoot? <laughs> it's... I said it's like a Bigfoot story. Bigfoot's not involved. Okay, okay. He's, I was trying to give like the category type thing. Yeah, like it covers that, but this sounds scarier. Maybe they're bestie booze. You never know. Maybe they probably. Met, maybe they're like sharing a log cabin somewhere, or like you know. Oh yeah. I mean, rent's expensive, so they could be like just like you know, <laughs> shacking up together. So legend has it that in 1735, a Pines resident known as Mother Leeds, she found herself pregnant for the 13th time. Damn. Now that's a bad time. Yeah. 13 times. She got Octomom beat. Right? Leeds is the name of one of the New Jersey's earliest settlers. And many descendants of the Leeds family can still be found throughout New Jersey to this day. Mother Leeds was not living like a wealthy lifestyle by any means. Her husband was a drunkard. Drunk? How do you say that? Drunkard? <clears throat> I don't know. My mind said drunkard. That's what I said, but that we can't say that. You're, and that's yeah. You're you're correct. I don't mean that in an offensive way. <laughs> We can either keep going or I can edit it and just start that sentence over. We'll just roll with it. All right. So her husband was a drunk. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> right. And he made few efforts to provide for his wife and 12 children. Reaching the point of absolute exasperation upon learning her 13th child she raised her hands to the heavens and proclaimed, let this one be the devil. Now, I don't know why you would want to pray for a devil, baby. I was about to say, is she like a Satanist? Like, why, why would she want that? I, I, I don't know, but reap what you sow, I guess. I, yep, to each their own. <laughs> so Mother Leeds went into labor a few months later on a tumultuous, stormy night no longer mindful of the curse that she had uttered previously regarding her unborn child. Her children and husband huddled together in one room while the local midwives gathered to deliver the baby in another. By all accounts, the birth went routinely and the 13th Leeds child was seemingly a normal baby boy. However, within a few minutes, 
Mother Leeds, and Holy Wish of months before began to come to fruitation. The baby started to change and morph in, right before our eyes. With, within moments, it transformed from a beautiful newborn baby into a hideous creature, unlike anything the world had ever seen. The oh wailing <laughs> Greatest fear right there. Could you imagine? I mean, that's what she wanted, I guess. So maybe she was happy about it, but... I mean, I kind for... of feel like mine's like that, but it didn't happen until, like, teenage years. <laughs> that's when it usually happens, not just, like, right from the get-go. The wailing of the infant, infant began growing at an incredible rate. It sprouted horns from the top of its head, and Italian-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. Leathery bat-like wings unfurled from its back and the hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Its eyes began, began glowing bright red as they grew larger in their monster's gnarled and snarling face. The creature savagely attacked its own mother, killing her and then turned its attention to the rest of the horrified onlookers who witnessed its temperous transformation. It flew at them, clawing and biting in voice and unearthly shrieks. The entire time, it tore the midwives limb from limb and maiming some and killing others. Damn, that's one evil baby. <laughs> the monster then knocked on the door to the next room where its own father and siblings cowered in fear and it attacked them all, killing as many as they could. Those who survived to tell the tale then watched in horror as the rotten beast sprinted to the chimney and flew up it, destroying it on the way and leaving piles of rubble in its wake. The creature then made a good escape into the darkness and desolation of the Pine Barrens, where it has lived ever since. To this day, the creature, known as Leeds Devil and the Jersey Devil, claims that Pines, as its own, and terrorizes any who are unfortunate enough to encounter it. Now, in the 18th and 19th centuries, the Jersey Devil was spotted sporadically throughout Pine Barrens region, frightening local residents of any of those who brave enough to travel in its vast undeveloped expansions of New Jersey's southern reaches. The unearthly whales were often reported emating from the dark forests of the swampy bogs and the slaughter of the domesticated animals that would invariably be attributed to the phantom of the pines. Over the years, the legends of Leeds Devil grew, occasionally even overstepping the boundaries of the rural pine barrens that haunt to terrorize the local town and cities. The most famous and infamous of these incidents occurred during the week of January 16th through the 23rd of 1909. Early in the week, reports started emerging from all across Delaware Valley that a strange tracks were being found in the snow. The mysterious footprints went over the and under fences through fields and backyards and across rooftops of houses. They were even reported in large cities of Camden and Philadelphia. Panic immediately began to spread and possess form in more than one town. Fear and in 
fear and intrigue grew even greater when it was reported that bloodhounds refused to follow the unidentified creature's trail into Hampton. Schools closed or suffered low attendance throughout New Jersey and Philadelphia. So I guess that was like before like um, bomb threats and, you know, snow days. It was <laughs> Jersey, it was Devil, Jersey Day. Devil Day. <laughs> I don't you, know which is worse. Could you imagine like Oxford closing because there's a sighting of Bigfoot? Oh my gosh. I mean, they probably would, right? Uh, I mean, if they legit saw him, like, right? I don't know, but I can't, I would, don't even know if I would take that phone call serious. I know. But I'd be like, do I laugh or do I keep my kids home? I mean, <laughs> right. Mills and the Pine Barrens were forced to close when workers refused to leave their home and travel through the woods to get to their jobs. Yeah, Justin would not uh, take that as an answer. He'd be like, well, you can just take the back way. <laughs> He'd be like, you'll be fine. Like, That's even worse, bro. <laughs> He's like, just go through the forest. It'll be fine. Your husband's a pilot. He can just fly you. <laughs> Witnesses spotted the beast in Canada and in Bristol, Pennsylvania. And in both cities, police fired it, but did not manage to bring it down. A few days later, it reappeared in Camden, attacking late night, a late night meeting of a social club and then flying away. Earlier that day, it appeared in Hamden Heights, terrorizing a trolley full of passengers before flying away. It flies away a lot. I guess so. Witnesses claimed that it looked like a large flying kangaroo. Another trolley car full of people saw it in Burlington and when it scurried across the tracks in front of their car. In West Collingswood, it appeared on the roof of a house and was described as an ostrich-like creature. Firemen turned their hose upon it, but it attacked them when they flew away. The entire week, people reported that their livestock, particularly chickens, were being slaughtered. This was the most widespread in the towns of Bridgeton and Millville. <gasps> Well, that happened before um, all the Duke drama. Are you sure? This was like 1903, it said. Oh, so maybe, I don't know, actually. I can't think of what the timeline of that was. <laughs> that might have what been came like, first, the Duke or the Jersey Devil? The chicken or the egg? <laughs> right. So yeah, this was 1909. We'll fact check later and find out what your... I love that it's either... A flying kangaroo, they say, or an ostrich. Like, two very different looking things. I'd be more scared if it was a kangaroo. Those things are strong. Yeah, but ostriches look so freaky. Yeah, but they and spend they can... most of the day with their head in the sand, don't they? I did not know this. Now I'm going to go Google pictures of ostriches. We're done with Aren't this. Aren't they the ones that put their head in the sand, like, during the day or whatever? I no? don't know. I just know that they run really freaking fast. Like, as fast as a car drives. So we got two things to fact check. Write this down. So <laughs> right. Okay, so later in that week in Camden, where a local woman found the beast, it was attempting to eat her dog. She hit it with a broomstick and it flew away. Yeah, Always the dog. I know. He ain't taking my dog, dude. No, I'd hit it with the broomstick too. 
Although I had become a little fond of my chickens, but I mean, my dogs are my dogs, so. Oh yeah, I forgot it did attack chickens too, which is still sad and like not right, but chickens kind of scare me. While there was not since been another week to match the frequency, fever, or intensity on the January of 1909 rampage, numerous sightings of Jersey Devil has continued to be reported to this day. The tale of the devil has spread beyond Pine Barrens and has been embraced by all New Jersey Devil, even to the point where it has been largely commercialized. The devil is portrayed in toys, on t-shirts, and even a subject of its own feature film, mostly famous for the New Jersey Devil hockey team. No way. Wow. Isn't that interestingly cool? That is pretty cool. I never knew that. I was like this many days old when I learned that. Same. Why? That's what kind of led me into the story. (laughs) I like it. So there are still many, however, who believe that the Jersey Devil is a very real, very dangerous creature. It has been a constant stream of reports over the years of the devil encounters. Most often people report finding strange identifiable tracks in the sandy soil in the desolate areas of Pine Barrens. Some reports claim that there are footprints of a strange bird. Others say that they are closely resemble hoof prints. But whatever it is, whatever walks on just two legs, they have been there a substantial amount of reports and they all describe that the tracks have been cloven. A well-cited description of the feet, hooves of a more famous devil slash Satan. While less frequent, there's still occasional reports of people who see more than just tracks and manage to catch a glimpse of the old JD himself. <laughs> I had to say it that way because that's how someone printed it. So that's funny. <laughs> the old JD. Old JD. Man, that's that just JD. Y'all. He's always running around causing trouble. <laughs> That's just JD, man. Leave him alone. That's just how JD rolls. Do your thing, JD. I'm kidding. (laughs) Please go away. (laughs) But stay away from us. (laughs) He most commonly described as having a body of a kangaroo, a head of a dog, a face of a horse, a large leathery wings, antlers, similar to those of a deer, forked reptilian tail, and an intimidating claw. Now, when you put it like that, like, it's super weird, but also, like, would it be cute, question mark? Not the pictures that I've seen. No? Okay. (laughs) When I post the pictures on the social, I guess you'll see, you can decide if you want to cuddle with them or not. That's okay. I'll probably rebuke my statement. While some Jerseyans embrace the devil as nothing more than a quaint figment of our collective imagination, a source of uncertainty and pride and unique and important piece of the NJ folk culture, others see as a very real creature and a threat to their safety. Still others who have sworn that they did not believe in the existence of the Jersey Devil have had their minds changed after spending just one moonlight in the Pine Bairns. Do you want to go camping? No. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) 
There are a ghostly mist drifts across the cedar swamps and an unearthly cry of some unseen creature can be heard piercing the stillness of the dark forest. A few disbelievers can be found, whether it's deep in pine barrens or deep in the collective unconscious. One thing is certain, the devil still lurks in New Jersey and most likely always will. Who knew, you know, that he just hung out in New Jersey? Now, the New Jersey really, it has inspired a bounty. So the creature has allegedly allegedly been seen all over the state, um, as well as Delaware and Pennsylvania. In 1820, Napoleon's older brother, Joseph Bonaparte, even claimed to have seen the Jersey Devil while hunting in border town. In 1840, several livestock killings were attributed to the Jersey Devil. So, like, I don't know. Is it a myth? Is it a legend? Is it real? Is it fake? It's like, I want to know, but I also don't, because that would mean, like, I would probably have to, like, encounter it to know. And I don't want that to happen. In 1960, merchants near Camden offered a reward of $10,000 for anyone able to capture the Jersey Devil. If caught, they would even build a creature its own private zoo. Like, 10 grand's a good amount of money, but like something like that, I don't know if 10,000's enough. And like, if this thing can like kill a bunch of stuff and like fly, like, they really think they're gonna put it in a zoo? I guess somebody's probably dumb enough to try. I mean, for world's world's scariest zoo. The New Jersey Devil actually got their name, the hockey team, from the legendary creature. And it resides in the Garden State, popular known as Jersey Devil. It's monstrous winged. Um, Again, has been described the hoofed feet, horse-like head, pointed tail, um, and yeah, they actually took a vote on it, and most people thought it was like a really cool myth, so they thought it'd be cool to vote it in as the hockey team. I think their original name was supposed to be like New Jersey Meadowland, Meadowlanders, or Meadow something, but Jersey Devils is kind of cooler. I feel like that flows better too. Like it just sounds better. Yep. And I got these from allinteresting.com, com, pineslandalliance.com, history and culture, pucks and pitchforks, and weirdnj.com. Man, you know, good old JD over there in New Jersey. <laughs> yep. So, with that being said, um, we decided to kind of keep it on um, mythical, paranoid, unexplained, what the fuck is going on. And Crystal will lead you into a series we shared together. Yes. So this was called Behind Her Eyes. Um, let us know if you guys have seen it or not. So good. But it's a British supernatural psychological thriller And it was a series created by Steve Lightfoot based on the 2017 novel, um, which was actually the same name, so Behind Her Eyes, written by Sarah Pinborough. 
And it actually premiered on Netflix in 2021 on February 17th. So it's like a limited series. It's it's a short thing. I don't necessarily think that they're going to do like a season two or anything for it. I think they just brought it for that miniseries. Um, but it stars Simona Brown, Tom Bateman, Eve Hewson, and Robert Aramero. I don't know if you recognize anybody in it, but I didn't. Like nobody in this show looked familiar to me at least. No, they seemed like they were all fresh faces, which was kind of nice. Yeah, like, because sometimes, like, if you see the same person in a bunch of stuff, you kind of associate them with other roles. So I kind of liked that, you know, it was all a fresh cast taking this on. But kind of the synopsis of the show, um, it follows a woman named Louise. She's a single mother. Um, She kind of has, like, you know... Not a boring life, but she's just a single mom, like, working. In the beginning, it just shows she's kind of, like, bored with her life. It just kind of, uh, like, takes it down that. But her world is kind of thrown upside down when she meets this guy at a bar. His name's David. And he turns out to be her new boss and also turns out that he's married. And she begins a friendship with his wife. And it kind of becomes this, like, love triangle, which is super weird because she's, like, best friends with his wife, but she's also, like, having an affair with him. And you think the show is going to be one thing. Like, it just seems like it's starting off as, like, this drama But then it turns into, like, a psychological thing where Louise is, like, in this, like, suspense and twisted dreams that Adele, like, takes her down because she can't sleep or whatever. But in the end, it turns into, like, a psychological thriller where, like, it's kind of um, supernatural, I guess, right? Yeah, and... I want to thank my cousin Lisa for bringing this into our lives. Um, I watched it and I kind of like text her WTF. We'll talk tomorrow. I'm too tired, but I just finished the show. And then I told Crystal to watch it. And she actually heard me and Lisa kind of talking about it. So she was intrigued and we said, watch it. And I waited for her WTF text, but um when I asked her she watched it she's like oh my god yes so I'm assuming you got why we said WTF when you saw the end oh 100% yeah like it was so all over the place in like the best way possible because you really think that it's one thing in the beginning in the middle and then like it starts kind of changing and you're like okay this is turning like down a different path than I was expecting and then the end happens and you're like what the heck did I just watch um I will say Tom Bateman though um I just looked it up real quick while you were um describing the show because I did remember that he was familiar and he was in um the Kelly Coke Row based on a true story he was the murder guy 
Oh, you told me about that, but I never watched it. Okay, well then you probably still wouldn't recognize him then. But yes, yeah. he's, he is from that. Um, but yeah, the concept of the show, I mean, I would definitely say it was good because I didn't see the end coming. So that was a, a plus, you know what I mean? And it was a good concept, a good story. You think it's basically this um, chick is basically just having this affair and, you know, you think it's just going to end badly because of his involvement with his wife and they make it seem like she's all cray cray. But then as things start unraveling, you don't know what to think. And I don't want to give it away the end because it's such a good end. Good, but like, Oh my God, so effed up. You know what I mean? And it's scary because like, what if, what if that's like really true? Like what if that really happens? Cause technically I guess it could, you think? I mean, so like, I guess it's the main that far fetched, right? Like people like astral project. That's kind of the thing that they do in their sleep, which basically, if you don't know what that means, it's like you almost like leave your body while you're sleeping, like your soul leaves your body or whatever. I don't know. I've never like done it or whatever, but I know people talk about doing it. Actually, I have a cousin who says that he can do it. Um, so, like, I guess it's not that crazy to think that it could happen. Like, I don't really know. But just the way, yeah, the way that it ended. Okay, first of all, it made me kind of like <laughs> karma because I really didn't like Louise. I don't know what you thought of her. Like, I didn't hate her as a person, but I was just kind of like, what are you doing? Like, the whole the whole entire show, I'm like what are you doing like she's just kind of stupid to me yeah not that she deserved what happened to her at the end but like i'm kind of just like "Hmm, maybe you shouldn't have been messing with that absolutely she probably shouldn't have like i mean he was married to begin with no ends if buts about it like if his wife is cray whatever he still has a wife that he's living with you know what i mean like yeah, and even her friend was like, what are you doing? Like, get out of this right now. Yeah. And I get it that she thought his wife was crazy and she was holding something over him. And even if that's 100% true, like, why do you want to get involved with a man that has that much baggage when you are when you have a son, too? You know, like. Right. Like, and what is even, like, he's not, he, It's like, what is the appeal to that? Yeah. It's just messiness. So I think they kind of cater to that, like, in the beginning, showing how bored she was with her life or kind of, like, conveying that to then being making it so messy where it's, like, she just can't get out of the drama. Yeah, and I just feel like, I don't know, like, watching it, like, when they're, like, find the door, like, that is, like, so, like, intriguing and interesting but at the same time scary like can your brain really be trained to do something like that and if it can like what if there is no coming back like you found crazy you've gone past the point of mixing the two worlds like that's scary yeah like because who knows what's behind that door 
you know, like obviously their brains created what was behind it. But who's to say that it's like you're not fully in control when that happens. And then like the like the orbs like switching, I was like mine after when I saw like what was really going on, like with the drug addict and everything. I, that was so trippy. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Right? You could have asked me what I thought was going to happen at the end. And I would have given you like five different things that I thought could happen. And that was definitely not one of them because that was like the last thing I was expecting. I know. And then I was like, but then it like, it all brings it together. Like you thought she was a druggie because she's putting like the needles between her toes, but it wasn't, it was because he was trying to hide what he was doing that it wasn't really her. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. I know. And then I'm like, cause for a minute I'm like, okay, Adele's crazy. And then I'm like, no, David's crazy. David's just controlling Adele. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, wait, okay, maybe Adele's crazy. And then I'm like, okay, this is different. Yeah, and the fact that, like, okay, so if you're going to screw somebody's husband, fine. Not agreeing, not co-signing on that. <laughs> you, say, you say fine? <laughs> I'm not co-signing on it, but I'm just saying, whatever, you're going to do it. But however, you do not become besties with the wife. That's why I was just like, that's terrible. Louise, like, what are you doing? Right. And I get that she felt bad, but then stop doing the hokey pokey with him and tell her or help her. Like, you got to pick a side, dude. Yeah. Like, it was, it was almost like she loved them both, but like in different ways. And she couldn't decide. Like which side she wanted to be on, so she was just in the middle between both of them. I get it. I've been there. I loved Tupac and I loved Biggie, and I didn't know which <laughs> one to choose. That's a hard one. <laughs> it was rough. Okay. Uh... Yeah. So she was put in a tough, uh, a tough scenario, but she didn't definitely help herself, and obviously. Let's just say it didn't turn out the best for her. And okay, the end, the saddest part to me was like her son. Yeah, I know. The end, it crushed me. Like, but he, but he knew. knew. He He knew. knew. He's like, it's not my mom no more. Like, I know. It's like the look on his face too, because he knew, but he was also just like feeling like defeated and hopeless about it. Cause it's like, what do you, do and you can't really tell anybody because then they think that you're crazy i know and that guy's got to go through like round two now oh i know yeah that that is wild (laughs) so what'd be cool though is if they had a second part that came out season two and like he figured it out and somehow he would get her orb back but I don't know if he could because I think it just killed her. I don't know. I know. Honestly, they really could like take it in that direction to like do a second part. I haven't heard of any news for a new season coming out for any of it. But they for sure could do something with it if they wanted to. 
where the little boy runs away and finds his mom's body and figures out how to get her ore back. Right? Yeah, something. They have, like, a few options that they can do with it. <laughs> As they should. right? So this will probably cause some hate, but I seen that Justin Timberlake finally came out of hiding with his wife because he had to promote the new Trolls movie. Did you see him? No, I didn't. Like, what did he do? Like, an interview where he was just out? He, he was like a, a red carpet type promotion for the new Trolls movie. And I don't know. I don't feel like Justin's aging very well. No, he's not. Have you Like, seen hate him to say lately? it. Um, and I feel like, yes, and I feel like probably the stress of everything's not helping with that situation. I mean, maybe, but I feel like, I don't know, his face just looks so different than the last time I remember him. Like, when I think of, like, Maybe it, it's when, because he's got hair now. Like, I don't know. I don't know, because he, like, he, like, had hair before. Like, he had the curly hair. Like, when I think I guess of him, I think I was of, thinking of like the sexy back era where he kind of had the shaved head look. okay, yeah, that's true. But even when he was in um that movie, uh, Friends with Benefits, he had hair, right? And he had the curly hair. But I don't know. Ever since I saw that video of him, dancing on stage and he looked cringy as fuck <laughs> Like, like this is. it just has gone downhill for him Flo <laughs> showing me a picture I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like he just didn't age as well as the other band members. I don't know that any of them really did for me at least <laughs> they all kind of <laughs> except for Lance Bass Well, obviously, he's going to be fabulous. He's fabulous. I don't know. A lot of people, I feel like. <laughs> Um, like JC, I think his name is. yeah. I feel like he's got a lot of fan faves. But I don't know, is the NC concert, is it canceled or no? Because I hear like, he, like Justin's not doing it, but then I hear tickets on sale. So. Maybe he's just not going to be in it, but all the other ones are. Which I could totally see because I think they've done performances without him before. I mean, maybe, but I feel like all the hype is like because it's in sync. Right. Like with Justin. Honestly, I think he should because it could be like a good comeback for him a little bit with all the drama going on. But who knows if he will. He might be too uh, too embarrassed after the last performance he gave. <laughs> So it looks like that they people want a new tour, but I guess now they're just releasing the new single. So I don't know if it has anything to do with Britney or not. Maybe just to get, like, some good PR in there. Who I feel bad for in that situation. Jessica Biel. I do too, but I wonder if she's like in the back of her mind, like, yeah, he tried some shit with me too, but he got caught. <laughs> Honestly. I don't know. I don't know if he's ever going to get in front of it or if he's I thought I heard someone say he was trying to have a sit down with Brittany, like a one on one meeting. But I don't know if it's ever happened Like before the book came out. after. Oh. I don't I can't see him like coming out and saying anything about it. I Yeah. feel like he'll just stay silent. Yeah.
I just feel bad. So many people did her so dirty, you know, and so many people are like, oh, boo-hoo, get over it. It happened so many years ago. I'm like, she was like not able to say it so many years ago. I mean. Yeah, she was like silenced. It gets me mad. Yeah. Did you finish her book? Oh, yeah, I did it in a day. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, JT, man. I don't know. I think his uh, fall down era is upon us. I think too. I think <laughs> Justin Bieber is like, yes, it is off me. The other one's going down. I know. Gosh. Uh, it's been off it for a little bit. Yeah, the Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez. I mean, it's still out there, but not like it was. Because now we're all focusing on the other Justin. I guess I know, Justin that... Thorax better do something stupid soon to take it off of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> right. That was the Justins. <laughs> this Justin. <laughs> I can go on a rant about a Justin. Do you want me to? But I'm not <laughs> going to. <laughs> we'll save that for off camera. Oh, gosh. Crystal got a new family member. She gave birth to a Great Dane. Yeah, it was a long, long <laughs> day of labor for me. <laughs> World's biggest baby. Probably equal to that mother leads giving birth to 13 babies. <laughs> um, I will say before we go, it'll be our way of doing a shout out to Dax because we didn't say it earlier. So what up? Um, I listened to him. Um, and it was a good episode. If you haven't listened to Kay, go do it. And everybody else. Um, I listened to him talk to Wiz Khalifa. And I liked that one. No way. That's so funny. Wiz Khalifa. He's a, he sounds like he's a fun dude. That's like random to me. But now I'm definitely excited to go listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was funny in the end of the end banter with Wiz and Dax. It was a. Uh, it had me, you know, driving and laughing by myself in the car. All right. That's on my that's on my to listen list tomorrow then. Yep. I think Wiz Khalifa was it Wiz Khalifa? No. He was black? Was... No, he was yellow. Black black or yellow? Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you opened us with the song and then you're leaving us with the song. We're just blessed today. All right. Well, today was short, simple, sweet. Uh, me and Crystal both had kind of a a long day, but we got through it. We made it here. We talked about flying kangaroos and ostriches, switching orbs, and <laughs> Justin Timberlake <laughs> and Justin Timberlake. Um, they all kind of go together if you really think about it. <laughs> Justin Timberlake is going to be a mythical creature that once was. <laughs> oh my gosh. But we are going to actually peace out. And you guys are going to peace out. We don't got to go anywhere. You can keep listening. We're not going to be here, but you can stay on if you want. Go listen to an old episode. Go pick one they haven't heard before. Go check out Good Golly Miss Molly. Dolly. Good Golly Miss Dolly. That's a good one. And uh, 
yeah so we're going to bed so we got to go stay creepy bye bye